Hello, Hello. and welcome to the Tony Awards. Tony with an Iki Palmer. The podcast where we go through the select filmography of underrated actresses. Today we are joined by Mr. Belton Delane Facey. Hey. And we are diving into the first two episodes of Scream Resurrection, starring Mm -hmm. Kiki Palmer. And it sucks. Yeah, it's not great. This is the worst TV <clears throat> show I've ever seen. Okay, I don't no know. No way. I'm trying to think Pieces of the of worst her? TV show. Pieces of Her was pretty bad, but not as bad as Scream Resurrection. I would say it's the worst TV show I've seen more than one episode of. Because <laughs> I was also yeah. trying to think of like, what else have I seen as bad? I'm like, oh yeah, if I hate the first episode, <clears throat> I don't watch anything else. Exactly. For I don't sure. know if either of you had any experience with uh, the first two seasons no. of no. Scream. That's okay. why I was going to ask, because you're like a uh, Scream head. Yeah, I, I had not seen anything of Scream before. Really? This. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not even the first scene of the original movie? I, I've seen the... Uh, I've seen, seen the first scene just because like I watch a lot of video essays and it gets referenced a lot mm-hmm. uh, uh, but Scream is one of those movies that's just been on my watch list for forever oh it's Damn. truly a masterpiece I've seen the first scene like 15 times but never I, anything else I re- and I've seen Scary Movie 1 oh my god I rewatched <laughs> I rewatched Scream the movie last weekend and it's one of those movies it's like the sixth sense where every time I watch it I think I've watched it too many times I think it'll probably get old I should just watch something new and then I'm just gripped so for every single scene what is the so it's supposed to be like a commentary right yeah so the original Scream was um I don't know if it's the first but one of the first uh postmodern horror movies which basically sure. means that it's a horror movie that comments on the tropes of horror movies mm-hmm. which is which, why they picked it for scary movie. Yes. Well, I think that scary movie it follows uh, the same beats right as the first Scream. Yeah, yeah, but the scary movie movies also just a parody like any kind of scary movie. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it's scary movie is just like these are now jokes instead of scary. Yeah. Like Scary yeah, Movie yeah, Two yeah. did like um, I actually can't. One remember. of them did The Ring. One yeah, them, Scary one Movie of them Three did, War did of the Worlds. Yeah, oh. yeah. Scary Movie Three was Signs and The Ring. Signs and a little bit of Eight Mile. Wait, is Signs the one with Julianne Moore? No, no, no that's uh, no. That one like went straight to DVD. Yeah, <laughs> no, Signs is with Mel Gibson. Yes, and, and Abigail Moore. Breslin. So anyway, Scream. Okay, so Scream. Tell us about the lore Resurrection. of the franchise. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, every Scream movie, Scream Resurrection has a lot of kind of callbacks to Scream that pissed me off. Like the first scene, kind um, of. Well, Girl on the phone in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, and then, you know, it kind of comments on that. Scream 2 comments on what horror movie sequels are like. Scream 3 mm. is uh, kind of a parody uh, commentary on horror trilogies. Okay. I don't remember what Scream 4 was. I only watched it once and I didn't like it that much. Scream 5 is the one that Scream came out five, a couple years ago. Yeah, it came out last year and it comments on the reboot slash sequel trend that has kind of been happening right. with like the new Halloween. Right. And, and that um, one's really good, right? Apparently. Yeah. Well, the new Scream, it was good. It was like medium good, I thought. And then you have Scream 6, which is comments on New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, there is a storied history of horror movie characters going to New York. Really? There's like Jason Takes Manhattan. What? (laughs) There's a Friday the 13th movie where Jason goes to Manhattan. I feel what does like he do there? I, I feel like Leprechaun goes to Manhattan I, at some point. I feel like would they just walk around like I don't know how horror movies work. Would they just walk around killing all the tourists? I guess. I mean, I mean, I the trailer does look sick. Like they're on the subway yeah. car. That it's um, oh, it's commenting on how the subways are actually fucking crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see Ghostface featured on Tucker Carlson any day now. <laughs> <laughs> the subway's crazy. They like guys like me on there. <laughs> I didn't even realize he talked like that. Yeah, no, that that's the thing was like all those t- type of people, once you he- hear their voice, it's like, wow, you have that many followers? <laughs> <laughs> so tell me why they decided to make it a TV show. Oh, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I didn't see the first two seasons, but you would think that if it was a TV show, keeping in line with like the Scream thesis, right. that it would comment on horror as television, right. which... I feel like it's somewhat recent, like serialized horror Right, yeah. American Horror Story. Yeah. yeah, like American Horror Story is really the only one I could think of. I know yeah. I know The Purge had a TV series a few really? years ago. 
Yeah, I again, I haven't seen anything of that franchise. Just <laughs> a lot of but commentary. That's true. Scary TV is like very, it's very in. new. But like yeah, Scream, the dialogue is very weak. Extremely, and weak. it's not really commenting on anything. Yeah, I, except yeah. It, except annoyingly, yeah, we're in a horror movie now, guys. <laughs> yeah, Goth Girl. Yeah, that, that was my thing. Like the dialogue, it felt like one of those things where it's like, okay, these are clearly forty or fifty year old men writing teenagers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a lot of the dialogue, especially, like, Kiki's dialogue was just very self-preachy. And it was kind of that thing uh, I feel like a lot of kind of new and amateur writers do, where it's like, oh, if we bring attention to it, it's okay. Uh, instead of, like, making real commentary on yeah, it. Yeah, self-referential. Like, we're we're making a statement, but, like, Well, we're just like obvious. the Breakfast Club. Oh, my God. The instead Dead of, Fast Club. Instead oh of just God. letting Literally, it kill me yeah. Yeah. i'll be honest that one cracked me up i was uh, the I was, fact that it was the title of the episode though it no. would have, exactly it's, and it, nobody says it until the end i was like you and you don't say breakfast yeah, just yeah, say dead fist i know but dead fast does kind of i agree it no, brings in something a little extra it slaps yeah is that what you're saying it kind of slaps a the, little bit the thing is that's just one of those lines where i can just <laughs> imagine them in the writer's room being like all right we need a quip right here go and <laughs> and then whoever oh. came up with that got all the high fives i thought you were saying they in the writer's room were like we need to quit right now like the minute somebody said dead fast club they were like we're not gonna come up with anything better than that guys let's call it a day it seems to me like they were pitching it to networks and then the minute the showrunner said and they're called the dead fast club the executive was like amazing incredible (sighs) because that's the best part of the pilot that's true um, i mean like also like well, let's get into the characters, I guess, because okay. because we can complain about them. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So the episode, uh, the pilot begins in the past, sure, as it should, with a sexy teen girl uh, <laughs> answering the phone. Of course. And honestly, such an affront to the beauty of the first scene of the original Scream where she picks up the phone and immediately he's just like, what's your favorite scary movie? I'm like, oh, to death with subtlety. Um, she to ends the up- devil with false modesty. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so- as a Carrie reference. I had to throw it in there. So it's Halloween. There's a trick-or-treater. She hangs up on the prank caller who I guess is just unrelated. Um, Ooh, well, maybe not. Maybe-, maybe. Maybe, but maybe it's <laughs> the Hookman. It is Ghostface voice <laughs> later yeah. on. Like, yeah. l- it later is Roger on the, Jackson. Yeah. yeah, later on in the season, she comes back as the character is like, this is what happened uh, to me eight years ago. <laughs> when you were a little kid, you st- your brother stabbed my boob with a fake knife. <laughs> <laughs> so she opens the door to... Uh, Ghostface. To a little boy dressed up as Ghostface, and he uh, stabs her in the tit, and she goes, "Hey, I paid a lot of money for those." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Really? You did?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then you know the kid runs off. He gets bullied by Tommy Jenkins, and then his twin brother Dion comes over and tells him that he's going to share his candy with him. Which I didn't get the reading. I didn't realize that they were twins, and I was—I like, didn't either. And I was like, "What a kind and nice." I didn't even baby. know they were yeah, related. Yeah, no, that's a like. I thought they were just friends. I didn't realize it was his brother you don't see or his, his face. Yeah, like, until like they right. explicitly say it at the end of the episode. He was my twin. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they yes. go to the the car lot. They go into the car and lot. Candyman kills him. Ticket. Yeah, Candyman <laughs> yeah. shows up. Who they call Hookman. Yeah, all, they also got the actual actor for Candyman, they Tony got the Todd. Candyman actor. Yeah, like I saw his name because I was watching. It's just like wait for real. Yeah, also like did they actually get, get and Candyman? They, and then I saw Tony Todd in the credits. I was like, holy shit, they got Candyman. And they can't come up with any Hookman. Who apparently like lives in the car lot and just kills children yeah but then we later find out he's not dead he's missing yeah which um makes me wonder so flash forward dion is a football star he's yeah he's like 16 17 years old only cares about the game yeah just the lunch they go to to show how much of a football uh, star he is is like so hilarious uh, yeah he races me. the bus yeah because like oh. yeah there's a part where it's like he gets to stop amir looks at him and goes you're not gonna make it as if they have like some sort of friendship or rivalry and it's later established that they've never spoken before. yeah <laughs> right 
Oh yeah. Yeah. And then all these breakfast club students, Kiki is the, I guess, activist girl. She actually sells the fuck out of this. Oh Oh, yeah. She, she goes in on this. She really is leaning into her. Like the reason for the podcast existing is she elevates the material like nobody else. I didn't know that she was such a scream queen. Like for real. Yeah. She like, Nope was not even, she did. Everybody thought that Nope was the beginning, but we know that it's not. She's that's like one of her lanes that she does. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. well because she's like that she classic. Oh fuck no! Oh no! Yeah. Like she loves that. Uh-huh. She loves that. Uh-huh. I liked the Jordan Peele reference at the beginning. I, yeah, I was like, so, <laughs> you don't even know that you're gonna be in one of his movies, baby. He saw this probably. <laughs> he so was like lovely. high watching TV and saw her, and he's like. <laughs> Well, I'll save her and put her in something real. Yeah. Um. Then we have uh, Amir, who's the nerdy guy, yeah. I guess, oh, yeah. which he only would like Star Wars. So I don't know why that makes you a nerd. I think he like he likes Star Wars, and he's also just good at all the academics. Oh subjects. yeah, yeah. Ooh, and God he's very forbid. he's socially awkward. Doesn't seem that socially awkward. No. I mean, he he seems socially awkward in the way that I'm socially awkward, sure. where I won't approach anybody, but if you approach me, you're friendly, and it's a good day for me. <laughs> And then I'm nice. <laughs> and then we have Goth Girl Beth, who is um, basically Ellie from Degrassi. Oh, and she makes a reference about her own cutting pretty early on, which was I, which was fun. I was shocked when I heard that because God, <laughs> written by a fifty year old. Yeah, fucking. So they're lining up for the metal detectors. And Dion is like, hey, do you want to cut in front of me in line? And she goes, oh, telling me to cut? Bad idea. Yeah, that was one of those lines where I was like, I could imagine like a four-year, 50-year-old writer being like, what are kids like nowadays? It's like, well, they all have mental illnesses. <laughs> well, this girl is clearly from 2002. Yeah. <laughs> Not 2020 mm-hmm. or whatever. And then... Uh, who else is it? There's Liv. Oh who, God, it's who so is boring. The princess in the Breakfast Club uh, archetype. She has no personality. Her dad's a cop. Yeah, that's her personality. Her, her dad's a cop. And also, she, like she she really goes out of her way to like save the main guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, like she seems to just interact with a lot of characters who feel racist coded. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like her dad her very dad, much. Sure. Fe- uh, oh, her dad, feels the white like cop. A ra- uh, yeah. yeah, she's also not white. Interestingly, yeah, she, yeah, she's biracial. Yeah. Always um, thought it was funny because they're commenting on that a lot, and then she's just like not yeah, white. Yeah, oh yeah, it very much felt like they wanted her to be a person of color to add diversity, but it's like, of course, the go-to to that is a light-skinned black girl. And people, while well, other characters will refer to like the black characters right. and look at Dion and Kiki Palmer. Yeah, they're the black characters, specifically. but then yeah. Beth specifically mentions them being black, so they're going to die soon. Yeah. And then she looks, it completely ignores Amir and yeah. Liv. Oh, yeah. No, she, Amir, it, I thought, might be um, well, you know, um, like Indian um, He's not something. white. Yeah, he's yeah, not white. Yeah, no, she, lir- uh, she literally li- uh, lists them off. She goes to Liv. She's like, you have final girl potential. Goes yeah. uh, to Amir. like, you're the nerd. And then points to K- and Kiki and Dion. It's like, you two are going to die. You two are going to die immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there's so glad Kiki the, didn't die in the, the first There's also episodes. the racist detention teacher. Oh, my who, God. Yeah. Who's, who's just like, imagine. He hates if, children. Imagine if the detention teacher from the breakfast club had an IQ of 90. He. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Refers to children. Immediately mon- is like, mon- I'm mon- not even going to pretend to pronounce your names. Amir yeah. Ayub. Exactly. I'm like, oh, okay. Very easy name. <laughs> yeah. W- uh, which- also, it's Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was my thing. It's like, all right, there are too many non-white kids at the school for that to be a thing. Then. Right. Yeah. It's also like, it seems like it's a pretty black like town based on what Kiki and... Uh, well, yeah. no, they said they changed... Oh, yeah, they're going to a different school, though. Kiki and her uh, and her gay friend uh, yeah. used fake addresses oh, yeah. to get The gay into... is silent. He's just my BFF. Oh, my God. When <laughs> the teachers... That's like, you. That was you in college in our math class. That was us. <laughs> <laughs> they brought up the fact that the original Breakfast Club had five characters. They have six. I was just like, you know what? If the Breakfast Club was made in 2016, there would be a character whose entire personality would be being gay. Yeah. Being gay, being... <laughs> Um, it's it's crazy to me to think that the entire Breakfast Club was white it's, and also straight and also just not. 
It's crazy to me to think that they're doing Breakfast Club without John Bender. Oh, without the bad guy? Yeah, yeah the without rebel. the bad kid. That's Tyler Posey That's who dies immediately and isn't oh, even yeah. in detention. He's not even in the Breakfast he Club. He just shows up really quick to give uh, uh, the I goth know. girl drugs. He got the with uh, credit in the... Yeah, he did. The, and he still died in episode two. Teen That's Wolf. crazy. And then Kiki got the and. Yeah. <laughs> and Kiki Palmer. Yeah. That, that's also one thing that's uh, funny about Beth being so confident they're following a horror movie tropes. She's been, she was wrong uh, twice. Right. She's she immediately <laughs> is sold. She's like, oh, yeah, we're in a horror movie now. There's no other way around it. I'm She's like, somebody who's watched Scream before. <laughs> Kiki calling her Edward Scissorhands. That's not even a horror movie. I'm just <laughs> upset with like the concept, the concept of a serial killer mm-hmm. being solely the realm of horror movies. Because in Scream, it's specifically, mm. you get the vibe that the killer is trying to create his own horror movie. He's like okay. asking people mm. on the phone about horror movies, even people who like, you know, live to tell the tale. Nev Campbell's right. character comes back and is like, yeah, he asked me what my favorite scary movie was. Whereas in this, there's nothing really to suggest that this is right. a cinematic experience. Well, they're commenting on the perhaps the oversaturation of horror. Maybe. In a bad way. Yeah. I hate it when they call the killer ghost face in Scream movies also because- Is that not the name of it? No. Well, in Scream, at least Scream 1 through 3, they just call him the killer, like Wendy Williams, which makes sense. Wendy Williams. You know, Wendy Williams on her show, she's always talking about the killer. No. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, <laughs> she'll she'll be on her show and she'll be talking about, um, she's like, you know, I always lock my door immediately after I get home because of the killer. And she's talking like about killer? how she's, no, just how she's like <laughs> habitually like taking measures in her own mm. life to protect herself from potential harm. But she'll refer to that as the killer. That's That just sounds like someone <laughs> who watched way too much Nightline. I know that because that was my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. I am... Um, doing i do that too but I'm... oh no me too my my apartment building has had two break-ins in the past month what yeah did i not tell you we had packages stolen from our lobby Yikes. last month and then a couple weeks ago somebody broke into the building and was trying to get into the apartment across <gasps> the hall from me at like three in the morning it was Ghostface because the door just was the wasn't because the front door just wasn't closing right oh, for right, a yeah. month. It was just propped open twenty four seven, and we were emailing the landlord, and he just wasn't responding. It was not a good situation. Okay. <laughs> but then finally, after the break in, uh, the door got fixed. Killer, the killer. I um. Well, this was actually one question I, I was wondering in the Scream universe: is like the killer uh, Ghostface? Is he just the same person every single no. time? No. It's somebody I know that. different. Yeah. yeah. It's somebody different every time. <laughs> and they have like various motivations. But why Most do they always the time, wear that mask though? Um, in the first movie, I think just because it was scary. Um mm-hmm. that mask, it wasn't like known as a costume really. And then um in the second movie, it's like somebody trying to avenge the death of the first killer. And then in the third movie, it's like somebody commenting on like the the killings of the past like in universe if you were a killer would you wear that mask probably it's a pretty good way to um avoid identification it would be yeah it. i mean at that point so many people have used <laughs> the like the people can only tell the cops they were wearing a ghost face mask like well that narrows it down to everyone it would be a comment dude there was a new york comic who was identified in the new york post as having shot a guy on the subway <laughs> last month and he's and the the article was like we're still looking for him. A um, comic? Yeah, I mean they posted pics. Um, and he was wearing like a mask, so you can't really tell. I don't know how they identified him. Police say it's him, but we don't trust the police. He's at large. But um, I guess yeah, because the woman he was with didn't have a mask. She, you know, her face was fully visible. So I think they probably found her and then asked oh, her wow. who was with her. Reinforces <laughs> my fear of open mics. <laughs> right. I'm not afraid of anything. Really? No. What are you afraid of, Belton? Can't say that. I do have like a somewhat irrational fear of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was That's too, rational. Because I was too young the first time I saw Terminator. Oh yeah. What about Megan? Did you see Megan? Yeah, I saw Megan. I thought it was hilarious because uh, this woman built essentially built a T eight hundred and thought this should be a children's toy. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. 
in the middle when she's like, oh, I forgot to put in the safety regulations. <laughs> she's like, I forgot to put in a thing that says don't murder anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Um, like during the uh, during the sequence where she's like talking about all the features, she mentions like a titanium frame is like, why? What this is? Uh, there's no reason to have a robot be that indestructible. <laughs> I am actually lying. I am afraid of many things. I'm afraid of holes. Remember? I have um, trypophobia. Trypophobia. <laughs> and spiders. But I've gotten over my fear of um, killers because okay. I listen to true crime now. And I, I, I watch pretty much fall asleep watching SVU every night now. Yeah, that's going to <laughs> impact you cognitively. It really is already. <laughs> Wait, so if you come across a serial killer, are you just like, I know how to fight you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe not fight, but. I feel like everything I see reinforces my knowledge that if I ever meet a serial killer, I'll just die. I don't really have a chance. You don't? <laughs> I don't think. I'm I not think a good, you could. I'm not a good fighter. Mm, same. My worst fear is getting paralyzed below the neck. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a, that's that's that would that would suck. Yeah. What about above <laughs> the neck? Above the neck would vegetable. Be fine. Like, uh, but your body won't stop yeah, moving. Like, yeah, your, yeah. your body can fully move. You just can't like t- uh, talk or express anything. Or I would hate. Yeah, I would hate to. Eat. Imagine having to make yourself blink by taking your fingers and closing <gasps> your eyes. <laughs> that would be horrible. Sam's performing the act. <laughs> Another reason why this TV series seems to want me to believe that, I guess in I guess now as a culture, that screen mask and costume has been mass produced for sure, so long sure, yeah. that it does make sense that there would be like unconnected killings all over the country where people are wearing that mask and stabbing people sure but the movies all take place in california until now i don't know where the first two seasons of tv series yeah. took place but when scream resurrection was real to take place in atlanta i was like but where does sydney prescott factor into this <laughs> well they're acting like they so Scream doesn't exist as yeah. a horror movie in this world, mm-hmm. but the costume does. Yeah, yeah, but in the, ma- mass too, because mm-hmm. yeah. they have a rave with the costume. Oh my god, yeah, where but, everybody's wearing it. Yeah, because also I'm uh, I'm wondering like, is this supposed to be in the same universe as the other Scream movies? No idea. If it is, it doesn't it feel like that's the equivalent of just mass producing like Jeffrey Dahmer costumes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's because like, it would, yeah. yeah. If it did take place in the same universe as the Scream movies, then those murders would be a massive true crime phenomenon. Sure. In yeah. the universe, they make like two or three movies based off of Scream that are called Stab. Do they really? Yeah. And the second movie <laughs> opens with like a midnight showing of the first Not Stab, Stab movie. Oh my yeah. God. And everybody's wearing the mask and like holding fake knives. Oh my and, like, God. I love that. Laughing. Scream 2 is a great movie. Does he? Did Ghostface always kill in different ways, though? Like It's usually just straight up with a knife. How about that eye injection? The eye injection at the end of episode oh two? God. What did you think of that? That was interesting. Like, my immediate thought was, like, there has to be some sort of meaning behind uh, uh, behind this, which feels weird because uh, because with the first kid, it's it, it feels like he did it pretty blunt. Like, uh, like right. I'm gonna throw yeah. you off this high place, and you landed in a way that stabbed yourself. It's with the second one. It felt like he wanted to torture him more. Yeah, maybe it was a was comment it? on him being like a drug dealer. A drug dealer, like injected oh, with something, it. but yeah, still like what? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then uh, Tommy Jenkins, Uber driver, in the first episode. Um, the killer is in the backseat of his car and he stabs him in the neck and then suffocates him with a plastic bag. Wait, oh, I for- yeah. I didn't even realize that was Tommy Jenkins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's the boy that bullied oh. Dion's twin at the beginning, oh. which is why we're thinking that it might be Dion's twin brother. Oh man, I which didn't put that together not. either. It's definitely not him. Yeah, it's definitely. It's I Candyman. Mean, it's never the first one you suspect. <laughs> I uh, cannot believe only... that they called him Hookman. <laughs> okay, but why? They probably just didn't have the rights to say Candyman. I know. But then why did they cast him? As an homage. The, yeah, they're, uh, an homage. Yeah, they're they... saying, we know that you know that this is Candyman. <laughs> Honestly, some producer probably thought it was like, oh, wouldn't it be oh. cool if we got the actual Candyman yeah. to do this? Oh, well, it's like if Stab is a movie, then it's probably called Hookman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's true. Maybe it is. Yeah. But um, I'm wondering why he didn't kill Kiki and uh, what's his face? Yeah, that's a weird one. Sometimes I feel like the killers just in runs away. Have the opportunity to kill somebody and they don't. And then he, Kiki, really wants him to shoot. The that was a great scene. Yeah. yeah that. Uh, that. Why was didn't little... he shoot him? Exactly. Whatever. No, my thing is like uh, uh, it's like while she's like trying to get him to uh, to shoot him, it's like you could have just like pulled off his mask or curb yeah. stomped him, yeah, something. Yeah, because yeah, these days don't appreciate a good old fashioned curb stomp. Mm-hmm. Didn't he tase somebody at one point? Yeah, he tased Dion <laughs> in the showers. So okay, so Dion's at detention. He gets a text from an unknown number that says "Meet me in the showers," and Dion goes, of course, um, and immediately gets tased. And then the killer erases his messages from Dion's phone. And I guess makes his name in his phone Marcus, which is his brother's name. Yeah. Which is funny. There were a couple lines of dialogue that really made me laugh. When Liv, the princess, goes to visit Dion's house and she runs into his brother, who I believe is played by Tyga. Yeah. And Tyga says, I'm Dion's half brother, our dad, his mom. She says, sounds complicated. <laughs> and he goes, no, it's not. <laughs> She's like, I don't understand yeah, blended families. What? Yeah, it's just like, I'm his half-brother. And then proceeds to explain the dictionary definition of a half-brother. Yeah, and she's like, ooh, I stopped paying attention. I wonder who the target demographic for the show is. 13-year-olds who have never seen the original yeah, story. Yeah, it originally yeah. aired on MTV. So yeah. Th- uh, uh, so I kept that in mind while watching it. The only good MTV show ever made was Faking It. Faking It. Oh, my God. I have to say, this is a reality show, but my roommate recently got me hooked on Are You The One? And it, <sighs> and it is unironically one of the funniest shows I've watched in the past year. Nice. What is, is it, which, it's which like one a is that? dating. Yeah. Thing? So basically the premise is that it, they get 10 guys, 10 girls somewhere in that house is your perfect match. And if the, if the group figures out all 10, uh, 10 matches, they get a million dollars to split 20 yeah, ways yeah, to split. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> wait. Well, you know, a million dollars sounds cooler. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. getting out my calculator and dividing a million by 20. And then take off it, tax. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's it's $50,000. It's $50,000. Yeah. Good. I wouldn't Not have gotten that. that. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the season I, ju- uh, I just started out of it, everyone is, like, bisexual and pansexual. Good. So oh, hell yeah. Yeah, That's yeah so it's like... Uh, uh, so it's like your match could be anyone is not limited to to one sex. Yeah. I hope oh. that the gay kid in the show gets a love interest before he's killed. Oh, that would yeah. be fun. Uh, I do hope so, but this did come out in 2016. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trump. Um, Speaking of bisexuals and pansexuals, Uh-oh. I watched Tar last night. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I'm obsessed with the pangender bisexual who calls out Bach for siring too many children. <laughs> and he's complaining about this to a sexual predator. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Lydia It was the best slaps. part of the movie. And then they made it into a YouTube poop later on, mm-hmm. which is then used to cancel her. How about when she... Uh, I haven't seen this movie. When she threatens the child. I'm I'm so and so's father. Nobody's going to believe you because I'm an adult and you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if uh Kate Blanchett was in this show, it might have been more Would she have bad segue? <laughs> She's Ghostface. Mrs. Pell. <laughs> She's Ghostface. Oh, the one teacher at the school. The teacher Oh, there's two teachers. The teacher who's such a bitch and calls yeah. out Liv for being thirsty towards Dion. Yeah. <sighs> First scene, she's like, Liv, stop staring at Dion. Wow. Insane. I love useless adults and like, they did that pretty well though. All the adults are horrible. Yeah. 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 Makes the kids feel more. Isolated. At risk. Even though all the actors are like 30. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was a line in the first episode after, after Dion beats the school bus to school, I think Amir goes, son of a biscuit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And, I, yeah. and I wrote Degrassi vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was also one where uh, where it's just like I don't think I've heard like an actual teenager ever say that. Never, ever, ever. Do you ever do you know about Degrassi minis? Yes. So they made this one. It, it, do you know about Degrassi minis? No. So you know Degrassi, right? 
I know of Degrassi. So basically, back in the day, they used to make like little YouTube like shorts that were like silly. They would do like the characters, but like doing insane things. Like, what if this person did this instead of this person? Or like, here's a day in the life of so and so at college. Dumb shit yeah. like that. So not like super canon, but mm, not not canon. Not not canon, except for the ones that were clearly not canon. Like okay. the one I'm about to talk about. It was a Halloween episode. Halloween mini where, get this, the Holly J was possessed by the ghost of the school shooter. Oh my God. Who shot Drake (laughs) before any of them were on the show at all. And it's actually in such bad taste, but I love it because it's like literally, she's like, I'm Rick and I'm here to kill everybody. <laughs> when he literally wasn't even like a murderer. Ten like he, years before. He was a, a bullied guy who shot one person and then he comes yeah. back as a demon. <laughs> but that reminded me of this. Oh my God. I don't know why. But then yeah. they have one called Pirates of the Cafeteria Bean, where they're all pirates in the cafeteria. Good. Good. That's such a stretch of a pun. Yeah. Yeah, but it yeah. works. It's really It would have worked as Pirates of the Cafeteria. But Cafeteria Bean is so much funnier. Pirates of the Cafeterian? Cafeteria Bean, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it. Um, a moment that I enjoyed. Okay. These students have detention together. And exactly at that point, they're like, we are all now friends. That and was so stupid. Yeah, they, the, Ghostface actually decided they were friends. Yeah, Ghostface yeah, the, forces them to be friends. Uh, yeah, because that's all. Uh, uh, one thing I was uh, thinking, like, the, uh, uh, like... They uh, like they have detention. Then a few hours later, Ghostface is, is like, "I'm gonna hurt all your fr- friends," and he's and Ghostface is like playing out murders for all, for all yeah. of them. It's it's like, how would you do this with just like an hour's notice? <laughs> what I'm confused about is that they're all, I think, seniors. Yeah, so they've all uh, none uh, of them have any other friends. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Um. Yes. Except for Kiki and. Um, and the gay guy. Manny, yeah. Manny yeah. is his name. Yeah. Okay. Um, usually, I will say for this show, maybe because I didn't know any of the other actors, I recognize them by character. Yeah, right. And not like identifying features or um, <laughs> just anything else. Like that. A great show that someone should pitch, uh, starring Kiki Palmer, <laughs> called Kiki and the Gay Guy. I volunteer. I volunteer. No, just uh, just like I, the only other actor I uh, I know was the girl who played Beth because oh, I'm really because pr- I'm pretty sure that's Michael Jackson's daughter. It is. What? She's in the credits. Yeah, Paris, Paris Jackson. Jackson. Oh my goodness. So she's not white either. Wait. Hmm. Or did she play Liv? No, uh, no, she plays Beth. Oh really? Yeah. No, Beth is a. Uh... Because I thought that I recognized Beth from something else and I searched her name. Her last name is like Rusa or something. Beth? No, Liv. Oh, oh yeah, that is his daughter, Paris. Paris Hilton. Wow. Paris Jackson. Um, So they all go to Mr. Fade's show. Oh, yeah, uh, Mr. Fade. He's handing out a flyer that says only $20 at the door. I do kind of what like. What a deal. The idea of a silent disco with everyone wearing Ghostface outfits—that <laughs> was a cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But then Dion gets on the mic and goes, "All of my friends that I met yesterday go to the school bus right now." And they meet <laughs> yeah. up yeah, at a school like, bus. How, how do they know where the school bus is? That's Ostensibly, just... Ghostface has also heard this, so <laughs> they've just trapped themselves inside a school box for the killer to pick off. Uh, but that doesn't happen. They just... He wants um, to see their insides. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm. He that, wants them to do group therapy. That's so <laughs> fucking stupid. Because the that line in Scream is so iconic. Oh, really? Specifically because it happens once and is never repeated again. It's so scary. But on the show, he's saying, I want to see your insides every 10 seconds. And it loses its effect. He's talking about their deep, dark truths. Yeah. Is that what he's talking about in the original Scream? No, he's talking about her guts. Yeah. (laughs) It's a subversion. Uh, So they go to the school bus. Beth is like, guys, we're in a horror movie. And then it cuts to the fastest credits I've ever seen. Okay, the credits don't have any sound or music. They don't have any sound. Why do they do that? Bad. Bad, bad. Oh, and the well, the 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 racist jock guy though, he gets he he dies in a fight. Oh, Oh, that's right. 
Oh, okay. He, why, his voice was literally Ghostface voice on the phone. Really? It sounded like him, right? Oh. When he well, called in the, in the movies, it's always um like, it's always somebody using like a voice change. I thought the yeah. caption spoiled it because <gasps> it said his name. Oh. But then I, it actually wasn't him because he died two seconds later. Oh, I didn't notice that. Wow. I, I also assumed it was just a voice modulator. Yeah. In Scream 3, the killer has a voice modulator that can imitate any of the main characters' voices. Love that. Yeah. Mm. So he's calling people I pretending watch to be it. Neve Campbell. But you have I kind of want to watch Scream now. Do yeah. it. They're T- all on Paramount tonight. Plus. Not Paramount Plus. <laughs> you have Paramount Plus, don't I you? do, but I got... No, actually, I canceled it, but my mom keeps getting billed. Oh, Because I, like, I had, like, three accounts, and then I don't know which one. <laughs> yeah. And then one of them is, like, her credit card on it for some reason. Oh, uh, no. She's like, it's fine. Just try to cancel it. I'm like, I tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I think Paramount <laughs> Plus is, uh, is like, the one streaming service I have no access to. They just merged yeah. with Showtime, though. So that's oh, how we're going to have to okay. watch Tara. Wow. And Yellow Jackets. Oh, yeah. Um, I only back. have access to Paramount Plus because my friend Hannah Skibby has it. So whenever there's something on Paramount Plus that I want to watch, I just And I have your house. Peacock. Yes. And you have and my Disney it, Plus. Exactly. Yeah, it's I need friendship. Fi- yeah, I need to figure out which one of my friends has Paramount Plus. Yeah. Just- I think we- that they have an option with ads that's like, yeah, I don't think yeah, it's, it's super free. expensive. Oh, it's free? Oh, wait, no, that's Peacock, I think. No, we- Peacock with ads is like $5. You know what? We just got Peacock. We got signed out of yours. That's what it was. Okay. So we got Peacock. Okay. Yeah. Because we wanted I, to watch Roni. Yes. Yeah. I think I signed up for Peacock because at some point they were doing a deal. It was like, get a year for $20. I was oh, like, hell oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Or sometimes you're like, I want to cancel it. And they're like, okay, what if it's just three to three bucks? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's three? Did you didn't Netflix successfully get bullied out of doing that? Yeah, crackdown. Oh yeah, sharing crackdown. Literally. That was so stupid because it's like God forbid you ever are out of your house for longer than a, a day. day. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, because because uh, like my thing is like I share a Netflix account w- uh, with my, uh, with my mom. I know for a fact yeah. if it yeah. instantly logged her out. Uh, uh, on her uh, on her TV at home, she would have to text me or call me, right. and yeah. the, uh, and like I don't want to deal with that once a month. At some point, I would no. just cancel. Why are we having? Why are you letting us have separate profiles if you're not gonna? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's and literally it's been also... me and my parents for literally twelve years, and now just because I don't live with them, God forbid, twelve years later, I'm not yeah. allowed to share the Netflix. Also, don't don't make it my problem that you picked a failing business model. Mm-hmm. There's no money in streaming. All those companies are bankrupt because of all the stuff they've been doing for the last few years. Right? Yeah. yeah, competition. Well, no, it's also, I mean, it's always just been like you know. Though any streaming service is circling the drain. Yeah. And just in general. It's just not a good business model is what I've heard on Twitter from people who are not business heads. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, so. I mean, I think there are layers to what Netflix is doing. Part of it is that like the other streaming services, they have like uh, kind of other stuff yeah. to back them up. So like HBO Max has regular HBO. Yeah. Di- and Disney Plus has the whole empire. Um, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Disney Plus was never going to be um, a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it just, I mean, that, it's a babysitter already. It yeah. built in babysitter. And then you have Marvel and Star Wars. It's never. And Disney has so much money to spare anyway. They're never mm-hmm. going to run it. But apparently, they still uh, lost like money from this past quarter or whatever with Disney Plus, which is insane. I don't know how that Well, happens. losing money from Disney Plus isn't. Right. They lost subscribers. A... Oh, weird. Yeah. I guess kids are growing up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. And no one's having kids. Well, I canceled my Disney Plus account because I was like, I watch an episode of The Simpsons once a year and that's all I I mean, you know I'm on Disney Plus every day. I mean, 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 from what I hear, the the main people just watching Disney Plus constantly are just people with kids and have to take care of kids. Yeah. And me. Just kidding. (laughs) Me being nostalgic. Did you see the new Little Mermaid trailer? Today, just, um, L- um, Melissa oh, McCarthy that... uh, laughs in it. Wow, pretty exciting. I'm stuff. gonna have to watch this movie when it comes out. I think. Uh, yeah. Even though, who did I want to be Ursula? That wasn't Melissa McCarthy. Oh, Donalyn Champlin. Who's that? She um she was on Broadway and Sam. she was on Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Be realistic. CW. Oh, <laughs> was, was she like the work friend? On yes. Cre- okay. She would have been so good, and she played Pirelli and Sweeney Todd. I wanted Lady Gaga to do it. 
<laughs> did you see? <laughs> did you see the picture that just came out of Lady Gaga yes. in Joker's yeah. Yeah. It's a musical. It's a musical. I'm so excited. He's not an incel anymore. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for Joker two. Joker one. <laughs> Joker one was bad. Joker one, I was social justice against. Of course, you know, I was like, I didn't really get what the hype was. I mean, it was I enjoyed it enough, but I was like, this is not like the best movie ever. Yeah, like, why are people going crazy? It just it was like a superhero movie that's like it's not a superhero movie. It's about mental illness. Yeah, but then uh, but then like I felt uh, I felt like the movie it, that movie it just felt like it was saying much more than it actually was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. Because I saw it way after all the hype and stuff. And I was like, what, what, what is going on? And then he just shoots Robert De Niro. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I remember being really annoyed when um, he was laughing to himself on the bus and passing out cards to people that said, I have a mental illness. Don't be afraid. Yeah. When he could have just said Tourette's. Oh, like everybody knows yeah. what Tourette's is. What about, what about the like finance bros singing Send in the Clowns that on the train? Was a, that was a crime against women. That was for not. Sure. That was a crime against. That should have been. <laughs> that should have been a fucking 50 year old woman singing that. <laughs> This crime against a little night music. <laughs> Literally. Um, okay. So in episode two opens with Kiki getting attacked at home, mm -hmm. but she makes it out alive because uh, the killer kills a guy who's hanging out outside. I like how she refers to him. The killer made him into a Pez dispenser because he yeah. slits his throat. <laughs> I love that. That was fun. That's good. I I like that. Well, like when she found uh, uh, found th that she started saying help, and she, she was just like white officer down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did call it out a lot, yeah. which was good. Yeah, she's um she's an SJW. I liked in the first episode she names dropped Donald Trump. She goes, yeah, "Trump I, is tearing oh, us apart." I, I know where we are in the world. Yeah. 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 Um, many of my notes for episode two we already covered for episode one. There's a scene where Tyler Posey robs a pharmacy and he's dressed as Ghostface. Yeah. Um, they think he's Ghostface for a while. But he's actually just taking care of his ailing grandmother. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally mm -hmm. the exact character from Euphoria. Oh, I haven't um, seen him. What's his name? I haven't seen Euphoria either. Angus Cloud is the actor. He like literally is a drug dealer taking care of his grandma. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, okay. Love. Well, which came first? Chicken and uh, Just like the weird neighbor in Tar who's taking care of her apartment dying, for dying sale. Mother. Apartment for sale. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to watch Tar this weekend and understand so many of the references <laughs> from this conversation. Like, oh. oh. What do you think of the ending? It was funny. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I, I chuckled. Yeah. Gave me a chuckle. Um,. <laughs> There, what happens in episode two that didn't happen in episode one? Well, they're running around the school at night, which right, is always right. fun. Right, they get trapped inside the school. You know what? There was no suspense in this show. Yeah. Is this supposed to be a horror show? And I'm not scared at all. Mm -mm. The jump scares were so half baked. And granted, I did watch episode two on 1.25 speed. <laughs> but <laughs> I still could have been frightened. See, it, see, I feel like it felt worse because it was calling attention to. Uh, Horror tropes, like when they're together in the school, it's like uh, it's like all right, we're gonna get together and catch like Tyler because we think he he's the killer. It's like mm -hmm. because they brought so much attention to it, you kind of know yeah. it's like all right, you Tyler's not gonna not, be the killer. Yeah. It's also episode and two, yeah, and and now they're gonna be trapped. Yeah, and then there's no dramatic irony in that. Really, it just it just comes across like the writers being um, ill-equipped. Thing is, they use like literally like toxic gas on him to tie him up remember yeah. i'm like i love how like high schoolers always know how to do like <laughs> crazy science shit <laughs> yeah <to get laughs> their jobs done we learned about this in chemistry yesterday <laughs> yeah it's like whenever i see that i also think like i'm pretty sure my high school chemistry class did not have chemicals that dangerous um, i failed yeah definitely. i failed chemistry i did not take chemistry uh I never made it past earth science. What? Which is the easy science. That yeah. was my ninth grade science class. I, what did you take? Uh, ninth grade, I took biology, <laughs> oh. I think. Tenth grade, I took earth science. And then eleventh grade, I took forensics, which oh, was yeah. literally just a class where we watched Criminal Minds. Wait, th so did you also get physics? Yeah. I mean, I think that I think that my school. Oh, I never took physics. I think that my school only required like three science classes. Yeah, me too. Like three years of science. And I was um, 
in 11th and 12th grade, I went to a performing arts school for half the day. Uh, so I just took, and I've uh, and I've always been bad at science. So I was like, I'm going to take They offered marine biology my senior year, and a lot of people took it. But I'm like, I don't need to take science anymore. <laughs> so I'm definitely not taking it. It was also with the crazy science teacher with the snakes. Oh, no. And like, you had to like take care of, you had to keep fish alive for a whole semester. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's too, what? that's too involved, especially in senior year. You're so on- many people dropped it. She was so pissed. Yeah, yeah. no. I, I feel like you should... Uh, you should g- give an assignment of keep this living thing alive to a bunch of potential C minus students. <laughs> and also senior year, who gives a fuck about the fish? Exactly. It was also a performing arts school. You're doing yeah. like college auditions. I, meanwhile, and stuff. I was taking math infused audio production. So funny. Which is the best class ever. It was a math credit, but it was really just like garage band. <laughs> and we took like one math test on like sounds. That was always the best was finding a course that fulfilled a requirement, even though it definitely they don't should not let have. It, they don't let it fulfill that anymore. Hell yeah. <laughs> they know. got smart. They, uh, they I missed it by like up. a year. Thank God. Oh my God. Imagine if Ghostface came in to our math class. I'd be like, oh yes. <laughs> what do you think would happen if Ghostface came to your college? All right. So what's his thing? He just kills people who are fake. Uh, I, like, I, I, I don't, don't really... know what his MO is. Well, he's always got a different yeah, MO, right? He has a it's different MO a different in person. every... Yeah. In the Scream movies, he's pretty much just going after the same group of friends. Basically, anybody who's close to Nev Campbell is fair game. Kind of like a Michael Myers thing. Yeah. Um, and then in this TV series, I don't know. He seems like he's getting revenge for some uh, nondescript event of the past. Uh, well, uh, well, I went to like a D... Uh, a D one sports school, so I feel like, uh, uh, so oh. I feel like my school would like lock down the athletic facilities and uh, <laughs> and then be, uh, be like, hey, stay in your dorms, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to, in my head, like picture being pursued by Ghostface through Marymount, and it's so fun. <laughs> I'm like, where would I hide? Like, my job on uh, on campus was like fixing and re- and repairing a lot. Uh, uh, a lot of the machines and equipment in the rec department. So, uh, uh, so like me and my coworkers, we actually talked about this one time. We were like, "Yeah, we could definitely just bunker down in uh, in our workshop and just use all the tools we have as weapons." Literally, yeah. that's that's good. Yeah, I worked that's in the good. library, so I would just have the power of knowledge. The staplers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the laptops, I guess. Oh, and they'd yeah. still make me pay for them, probably. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, just throw laptops. I was like, we're thankful oh, you stopped. The uh, media center, though, I did work there. I I, I had access to some uh, like tripods yeah that's good too because that's like all the walls uh it's like a very big like glass wall right oh my god so it's not like you could sneak and the media center too had these um, see him coming from a mile away these shelves with dvds on them that like separated you pulled a crank and they would separate but you could like literally crush someone see that's why you you have it good because i didn't have a job in college Mm -hmm. all i did was go to acting rehearsal and all you could fight against ghostface with is yoga mats (laughs) The, the the cubes though the cubes are so heavy you yeah, you could you, swing it. You just gotta use like the Remember, power. There were some lighter ones, though. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta use the power of friendship and like <laughs> smother him with the yoga and acting too. I asked Ghostface if he wants out. to do a massage circle with me. <laughs> you do some improv. You get him nice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nice uh, and loose. Nice and loose with his in touch with his body. Go Ghostface. Mm-hmm. You could viewpoint your- him to death. Bring your head down, going vertebra by vertebra until you're mm-hmm. hanging from your waist. <laughs> Yeah, really nothing happened in episode two. Um, There was a moment where Kiki Palmer was trying to get through this like locked like thing in the hallway. Yeah, the gate. Yeah, it kind of seemed like she was going to try and go through it and it was going to be like Rose McGowan trying to get through the doggy door in Scream 1, which is an incredible scene. Rose McGowan's in that? Yeah, she's really good. Imagine how tired we are. (laughs) Imagine how tired we are of it. But then What's-His-Face shows up with a gun that he refuses to use. Yeah, I, I just have Kiki asking for the gun, LOL, and then I wrote boring. And yeah, that's the last I was, uh, I honestly, the, I found that scene uh, so entertaining just because Kiki, like, again, she uh, all her focus was this on this guy shooting her, and they even show a shot of Ghostface where you can tell he's just like, wait, is this seriously going on right now? He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's he's just like, so are you going to shoot me? Or... or... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I I have a confession to make. I think I might finish 
the season. Wow. I know. There's only six episodes. Yeah, that's true. Might as well, right? Yeah. Let you me know who the mad? killer is. I know. I want to know. I might skip to the last episode. True. True. Um, who do we think is going to die next? <laughs> Better not be fucking Kiki. If it is Kiki, no, I'm not watching. Certainly not. not. No, Kiki it. has to make it to the end because she's the only one there with Star. Oh, uh, okay. The thing is, like, I ended up seeing ha- uh, half of the third uh, uh, oh. uh, episode just because, like, it it was left playing while uh, yeah. uh, while I was uh, while I was clean, uh, cleaning up some uh, some stuff. I saw who died and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> My prediction is the gay is next. Yeah. Then the goth girl. Ooh, I was gonna say the gay and then Amir. Oh yeah, Amir's. Mm, I think Amir well, might. I feel it. Like, Amir like, might last a weird amount yeah. of time. I think that Amir and the goth girl are safe because Plot they have armor. that will they won't they yeah situation. I, yeah, I've maybe none of the main ones die. Until, maybe Tyga dies. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember who uh, who died. I just remember when they uh, when they died, thinking like, oh, that goth girl is really wrong about who's getting killed next. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I actually Maybe I don't live. I don't think they're gonna kill any of the main ones until at least episode four though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely not. Liv I should die, and that's yeah, why Liv, the, no, Liv's gonna be the uh, the last one, or, or where it's just like do this to save her, and that's gonna be. Uh, it I'm thinking maybe she's the last one to die. No, because Beth said that she would be. So, and she's wrong about everything. <laughs> well, Beth said that she has final girl energy, Potential. which means. Yeah. That she would survive, so maybe she final would. girl, but not final boy. <laughs> boy, boy. Maybe none of them die. That would be Stupid. horrible <laughs> if the entire Dead Fast clubs makes it through. Maybe. Ooh, do you know what I predict? I predict that the uh, detention teacher dies. I predict that Mrs. Pell dies. The cop. The cop. Maybe he dies in the last scene, last episode. I could see that happening. I just could see because, a mini, cops like a subplot about him being like a side villain. No, I feel, I feel like at the latest he he would die second to last episode because then that would motivate Liv is like he killed my father. Oh yeah, mm. well then I mean it seems like Liv wouldn't have any parents left <laughs> if he dies because her mother is not being mentioned. She's nowhere to be found. Right, um, and she can't understand unconventional families. So, st- <laughs> oh, how about Mary J. Blige though? Oh, Mary J. Blige was really playing good. Dion's mom. She was really good. Um, probably her only scene in the whole. Show. I do. <laughs> I know that toxicity is like a is a foundation of dramatic storytelling, but I love seeing like a good parent. Yeah, on TV. I know. I love seeing she's her. going back to school. I know, and I just love her being like, you know, you don't have to worry about me. Like, I, yeah, like, are you okay? She's. Being very nurturing. I don't have yeah. any siblings, and I know that I would feel guilty if I did leave my brother behind with a hook man. But at the same time, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Exactly. You're literally like, yeah, they were. Like I wish eight. that somebody. I, I like wish that somebody. A ten year old is not him. gonna be able to save no, from a killer. Certainly, yeah. then they're both gonna be dead. Cer- exactly, and so, I wish that one of the other teens had said that to him because he keeps saying to live. He keeps being like, "I live with this every day this of my life. I, I made, made a horrible decision." <laughs> I wish that just once she had been like, "You're being fucking stupid." Yeah, yeah. yeah just someone should tell him. It's, it's just like, well, if you went back and fallen both your brother and you would be dead. Yeah, yeah. like there's Hello. no way that he wouldn't have died. He, they were like eight. He was a tiny, he was a <laughs> tiny, tiny baby. The first thing I said when he appeared on screen was, oh, that's a baby. I don't think that the brother is Ghostface, but I do think the brother is alive. I I kind of feel like the brother is dead, and that was a clerical error in the police documents. Because I just don't see how. But what is the purpose of this? He's alive. He's floating around the narrative sideline. Yeah, but I think that that's supposed to be like a red herring. Yeah, like, no, that it, it definitely feels like a red herring. Because how it, does how does that boy end up being alive and doesn't just go right back to his mom? Yeah, because I <laughs> true. I feel I He's feel like, like him seven. Yeah, I feel like whenever. Uh, uh, like if they if he is alive and they explain how he's alive is gonna have the same energy as somehow Palpatine returns. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past the show to have an insane contrived That's device. That's true. Though. Oh no, That's I absolutely true. wouldn't. I mean, yeah. I'm also it's thinking of some of the Your brother's alive. 
And now he's dead again. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm also thinking of some of the plot contrivances that have happened in the Scream universe. Mm. The movies themselves. Doesn't someone get hit with a garage door? Or is that in scary movies? Spoilers. Movie? Spoilers. That sounds like something that would happen in Final Destination. Like yeah. someone's trying to get out of the garage and then... Yeah, I'm not, oh, you're not gonna spoil. I'm not saying anything. You have to watch it. Right. You have to experience it for yourself. I still remember the first time I watched Scream. Yeah, I was a baby. I was probably 13. a baby. I was like 13, 14, <laughs> and it was on TV. And my brother's friend was like, "Oh, this is a really good movie." And I was like, "I trust you, Max." I did fall like recently into love with the Halloween franchise, so uh, it's not too late for me to get into horror franchise. Yeah. But I've only seen the first one and then the new trilogy. Yeah, I same. Yeah, but I saw the first one when I was like. I 13. love the first one. It's I so have good. to rewatch the first one. So Kiki Palmer was watching the first one. Uh -huh. the yeah, she was educating herself on, yeah, I, on white horror. Yeah, I've only seen <laughs> one Halloween movie, but apparently it was a, it was a really bad one. They the new one? was it Season it, of the Witch? No, I don't remember. It it came out in like the uh, in like the two thousand some. Uh, uh, something like that. Was okay. it H two O? No, no. I was Jamie Lee Curtis in it. No. Okay. I, uh, mm. Yeah, because I remember, like, I I watched it with, it with my cousin, and like, the, it, oh, and Rob like, Zombie. Was it like, um, I, I okay, I was like, uh, I I was somewhere in high school when I watched this. My cousin, I was with my cousin. He turned it on. It's like, it's like this is a really good movie. And since then, I've learned not to trust his movie taste. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first one is really good, and then and then there was a remake in like 2010 that was directed by Rob Zombie. Oh. That was polarizing. Is he the one who did the Nightmare remake too? No, because that was apparently really bad. Yeah, that one was really bad. Okay, it might. Well, I liked it, it when I was fourteen. Well, <laughs> yeah, it might have been the 2010 one. Yeah, the Ring remake was horrible. Came you out just rings? a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that was so really bad. bad. That was really bad. The Not original, scary at all. The original Ring, so good. I know. I need to rewatch it. I'm nervous, but I'm going to. Yeah, rewatch. I thought that you had never seen it before. Oh no! Remember, it scarred me for life. <sighs> yeah. It made me afraid to watch another horror movie for like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. All because mm. my parents decided to go to Blockbuster you one really night. dove into the deep end. <laughs> Thank God we didn't get it on VHS though. Oh Holy my shit. God. Jesus. No, I was afraid. <laughs> I was traumatized by Scary Movie 3 when I was a kid, which parodies The Ring. But the tape <laughs> in Scary Movie 3 still scared me. I watched The Grudge for the first time ever recently, mm -hmm. which was so bad. Not that Hilarious great. though. Yeah. The, the special great. effects were fucking crazy. Yeah. Um every uh, time I uh, I saw that movie when I was a kid and then again as an adult a couple of years ago, and both times when the ghost appears under the blankets and mm -hmm. the woman is like in her bed, mm -hmm. I would raise my eyebrow. Go, lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lesbian scene. <laughs> I literally already I watched it like two weeks ago. I live I don't remember anything about it. All I remember is the bed and Clea Duvall is there. Yeah, yeah. And Sarah yeah. Michelle Geller cries on the bus. And so oh, and when she's home. crawling down the stairs, the 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 spirit. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I remember the little boy. Mm hmm Oh yeah, in the cabinet. Yeah. Have you seen The Grudge? No. I, uh, I Like, this conversation is just informing me how little horror movies I've seen. <laughs> I, to be fair, am also very lacking in horror knowledge. No, you're not. You love horror movies. I, well, there's so many classics that I haven't seen. That's true. But you've seen a lot of, like, you introduced me to Carrie. Yeah. Carrie's not a horror movie. It's a tragedy. Exactly. I will say, like the one horror movie I I, I remember where where I was just like, "This is great." I don't think I will watch it again. Is Misery? Ooh, oh, I still need to watch that. Too. I saw the first twenty minutes of that with my roommate before I had to go somewhere else. Kathy, but yeah, she's that's a very scary movie. Yeah, because I think with that, it's like it's like gore and jump scares don't really get get me, but like psychological mm -hmm. damage, like that's what really gets me. With How about movies. the woman in that that viral video of that woman acting out as the misery character in a Barnes and Noble, and people think <gasps> that it's like yes. Really, her being a Karen, but it's actually mm. her playing. So annoying. Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I mean, I would also be annoyed if I went to Barnes & Noble and saw anyone acting like that. And there's somebody cosplaying a Stephen King character. I, I think she, no, she's like telling, uh, she's telling the people who like work there, like, you've never heard of this author? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And then people are like, this lady is dumb. And I'm like, <laughs> she is. She's doing what you did on the Facebook group when you pretended to be Carrie. Yeah, when I was 18 and stupid. <laughs> it's in performance our, in art. In our Facebook freshman group before the semester started, um, I went on the group and I was like, guys, I need advice. I'm really unpopular at school, but this really popular boy just asked me to prom. Also, I just realized that I'm telekinetic and I'm probably going to kill my mom. <laughs> People were commenting and be like, go to the prom. What could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Oops, I I accidentally burned down my prom. It really did not occur to me that I would have to meet these people in real life. (laughs) In my, like, Facebook group orientation before uh, before actually going to campus, there was some dude, he posted a shirtless picture of himself, and he... uh, he mentioned like like his major regular interest. Then all of a sudden, I'm a virgin. My name is Trevor. Oh my god! <laughs> Here on the Tony, <laughs> we give three awards to everything we watch. First of which is best prop. So, Belton, what was your best prop? All right, I was gonna say the twin bar because I feel like similar to Candyman, they just couldn't clear the rights yeah. for Twix. But oh, and they are wait, it twins. was called Twins. Yeah, it was called Twin Bar. Oh, and he's Good giving his Lord. twin half of his twin bar. Yeah, that's really yeah, cute. But I, but I think cute. I will ultimately give it just to the parking garage because that was an insane <laughs> parking garage for a high school yeah it was yeah, yeah, it, and most of it was empty there, the high they school only has put a garage. one car in there yeah. what about you jake uh my best prop is tropes nice because beth trying to throw them out all the time um my best prop is the apple that dion gives Liv. i can't remember why he does this just for fun. I think I think that he's having some sort of tension with uh, her boyfriend. Oh yeah, and he gives her an apple, somewhat as like a fuck you. Also, I was obsessed yeah. with when her boyfriend dies, and they're all talking, and they're like, "Oh my god, her boyfriend just died," and she goes, "Oh well, actually, he was a racist," <laughs> and then they're all just like, "Oh, never mind, fuck him." Yeah, like don't worry, he was already dead to me. <laughs> and there's no detail. No one cares. It's just oh, he was racist. The memorial at the school, like literally, no one cares at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the next award is best kiki moment. So, Jake, what was your best kiki moment? Uh, mine was similar to what I just said, but it was when she's studying Halloween, mm-hmm. white horror, because she's trying to. And then Manny's like, "I'll bring popcorn." She's like, "No, we're doing research. <laughs> she's trying to find out what not to do." Yeah. What about you? Uh, I would say in the first episode, in the beginning of the tension, when they're introducing themselves, there's a moment where where, where it's like she's sticking up for her gay friend. He he goes, I can speak for myself. And she just goes, but you don't. And continues on. Yes. That, um, that, that, that's me I if I was friendship. assertive. <laughs> uh, my best kiki moment was white officer down. Yes. The next award is a custom award. It can go to anything. Uh, mine was kind of low effort. Um, mine was best thing to smell like, and it goes to Skittles and smoke. Stop it. Which is what Amir says the goth girl smells like. That's mine. Really? Oh <laughs> How often have we had the same custom award? That's insane. <laughs> or mine was technically going to be like best pickup line, I guess. <laughs> but yes. Skittles what and smoke. It? It's intoxicating. Intoxicating. Fuck off, young Sheldon. Okay, what was your customer? Um, mine is best high school football coach because uh, 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 oh, he's just casually getting him out of class. Yeah, no, okay, oh, yeah, uh, true. okay, no. Here's the thing: if you even casually watch football, that whole thing is absolutely in- uh, insane. Because first off, he uh, uh, first off this quarterback, uh, who's a student at the high school, was just brutally murdered, and you're uh, still like, we have a game Friday night. <laughs> Sadly, th- the quarterback is dead. Yeah, so. and, and then also like any high school team should have a backup quarterback. Instead, yeah. he takes his star running back and is like, you're gonna learn quarterback, <laughs> which uh, uh, before which, the like, college scout comes in one week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In a big <laughs> game for him, uh, which is like. 
like those aren't easily transferable positions. You can't just do that. I might actually finish this series just to yeah, right? just, just to point out more stupid stuff. Look how dumb that is. You're like Look, writing reviews. Yeah. No, yeah. Sending not- MTV emails. I know you canceled <laughs> this, but good. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, like watching that, I was just like, I don't know if absolutely no one in the writer's room watches football or if everyone in the writer's room watches football. I mean... I would go with no one. No. <laughs> yeah. I really wonder what the writing staff for this show looked like, to be honest. I know that we've established that it was probably 40 and 50 year olds who don't talk to teenagers. Mm-hmm. You could write a spec script for this in your sleep and it would be better. <laughs> Jake, mm-hmm. your favorite thing that we've watched for the Kiki Palmer miniseries thus far has been Cinderella on Broadway. True. Is Scream Resurrection better than Cinderella on Broadway? No, but Curveball, since I wasn't here, I think Grease is. What? Yeah. What are you talking? Wait. Grease Live. No, it's not. You didn't like it? Jake, everybody on the podcast hated it. What? Oh, <laughs> Robert no, and Danny both no. hated it. Oh, no, but what about, there were things I could do. Come on. <laughs> she okay. ate. I was really campaigning for Vanessa Hudgens on the M, and <laughs> Robert Johnston and Danielle Deluti both thought that I was insane. <laughs> she was they, okay. She was better as Maureen, but Danielle, she's still. I thought she was better as Rizzo. Really? Yeah. Danielle so kindly just looked at me and said, "What makes you think that Vanessa, as you put it, carried?" <laughs> <laughs> She did because her dad just died. Exactly. And she gave the performance Ex- of a lifetime. You know, I told them the lore. You know, I told them. I, I remember hearing about that. The thing is, like, I'll be honest, I never enjoyed the Grease movie that much. Get out of here. Oh, well, Grease well, Life is a hundred times worse. It's like, take the worst aspects of the movie and the worst what aspects do you think of the is stage worse play for Rent. Rent Live or Rent the Movie? Rent Live. You're right, because the movie's good. Because they used the dress rehearsal footage for all of it because Roger (laughs) broke his leg the day of the show. And then Angel was going up on her lines. Yeah, well, Valentina. And cracking notes and us definitely being like, oh, thank God that was the dress rehearsal and I'm going to have another chance to do it. Nope. (laughs) Well, Vanessa carried. Roger's on opioids. Vanessa carried. She did carry. (laughs) All right. Um,. That's the end of the podcast. It is. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. Thank you for coming on, Belton. Oh, thanks for having me. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share? My, uh, uh, my fi- uh, final thoughts are ju- uh, uh, are just that I'm glad Kiki Palmer is getting much better work now. Yes. Yeah, let's Very hope it only good. goes up from here. Yes, absolutely. And next week, we're covering Nope. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's quite a whiplash I from know. this. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.